Well, if no one among us is capable of governing himself, then who among us has the capacity to govern someone else? Hello, hardworking Americans. Thanks for tuning in to the Shrewsbury Show. I am your host, Colleen Shrewsbury, and you are listening to 93.3 FM WTRH Ramsey. So I've noticed that lately there's been a lot of talk about race in politics, especially at the national level. And I've also noticed that it's vote harvesting time. So half the Democrat Party is out there doing the obligatory pandering to black Americans. I think the most interesting and somewhat surprising dynamic is the fact that we're witnessing identity politics eating itself alive in the debates between Kamala Harris and Joe Biden because but one of the first two debates of the Democrats, she threw the race card out right away. She wants to profit off of her brown skin color, just like Barack Obama did back in 2008 and 2012. He thought that that would give him the black votes. And I think that Kamala Harris is doing the exact same thing. And what's interesting is she is suddenly bringing out his past. She's going all the way back to the concept of busing. She's talking about how he apparently opposed busing and the integration of public schools. And now I see these articles coming out about him saying that George Wallace really wasn't that bad of a guy. And so I I also see Ilhan Omar fudging details about the racial history of America just to rile up her base. My question is, how do these people get away with this for so many years? How for so many years has this party gotten away with telling everybody that Republicans are racist and the Democrats are racist, not racist? The only reason that they're able to get away with it so much is because they control the media, they control academia, they control Hollywood. And I really believe that there's got to be some type of political something or other going on in Hollywood where they deliberately fudge the facts when they go in to make their movies and their TV shows to make America's history, I, I don't know, they, they distort it. And somehow it comes out to talking about just white people are racist. They never specify exactly which white people those are. And then whenever they do movies about historical things like slavery and Jim Crow and segregation in the 20th century, they never specifically talk about which party it is, or especially with the uh, Civil War. If they ever do any type of movie or TV show about the Civil War, they never talk about the fact that this was a fight between Democrats and Republicans about slavery. It had nothing to do with North versus South. There were Democrats on both sides of the border, but this was certainly a Democrat versus Republican fight. The only reason that we, I think that we came to such blows in the Civil War about this was because of the creation of the Republican Party, that there was serious opposition to the expansion of slavery, and the Republican Party was created for the purpose of abolishing slavery. If you move into the years after the Civil War and even through the 20th century, probably, probably mostly up until the 70s, if you look at Things like segregation and Jim Crow and lynching and the activities of the KKK. Never once have they told anybody exactly who was responsible for those things. They don't tell you that 
in the Reconstruction era, post-Civil War, that the Democrats voted against or repealed every single one of these civil rights laws that the Republican Party passed in Congress. And they don't tell you that gun control and uh, Planned Parenthood were created for the purpose of disarming black people and also to pretty much eliminate the black race. To, they wanted to, I mean, Margaret Sanger wanted to sterilize um, black people. She wanted to, she thought that they were weeds that had to be destroyed. Even today, when the party talks about the racist history of the United States, they don't, um, they don't specify they, they overgeneralize and they say that just America in general is evil and racist and that it's all white people's fault. They don't tell you that there are plenty of white people who were against all of these things and they don't tell you that they were primarily Republican and that the ones that were doing all of these racist things like lynching, Jim Crow, segregation, the KKK, poll taxes, literacy tests, that all of that was the Democrat Party. They like to blame it all on, somehow, I don't know how they do this, but they've blamed it all on Republicans. They make it seem as though the KKK, which was founded and created by the Democrat Party, that this was a creation of the Republican Party. And they tried to, I mean, look at back in 2009, 2010, when the Tea Party came up, and they tried to depict Tea Partiers as members of the Klan. I mean... I, I like it just it, it's just baffling the mind reels trying to wrap your head around the logic of this and the reason that they get away with it so much is because they don't tell the truth and they hide the truth I mean growing up I I never learned in my history books that the KKK or lynching Jim Crow and segregation and slavery I never knew that these were all institutions of the Democrat party I had no idea that they were actually a political thing I thought that this was just a an evil quality of the internal workings of white Americans in the past. But if you think about this, there had to be some white people who were absolutely against it because they needed the majority of votes in Congress in order to pass things like the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments. We had to be able to do things like ending uh, segregation and um, passing anti-lynching laws. There had to be something, someone who was white to be against this in order to to put it to an end. They also like to spread this or propagate this myth of the the party switch and it, it just didn't happen. Think about this logic. Okay. It was widely known that the Democrat Party was more on the racist side. These these are the people that voted against all of the civil rights legislation of the Reconstruction era. These are the people who instituted segregation, lynching, Jim Crow, the KKK, literacy tests, poll taxes, and um, widespread discrimination. These are the people that sicked dogs. You know, that was Bull Connor, a member of the KKK in the South, who was also a Democrat, by the way, who sicked the dogs and fire hoses on peaceful protesters in the South. This is the same party that voted in a wide majority of its members against civil rights legislation in the 1950s during the Eisenhower administration. You know, actually, how many of you out there have actually heard of the Civil Rights Act of 1957? 
I'm venturing to guess that probably very few. And for those of you who have heard of it, this is this is review for you. But for the sake of clarification, for those who don't know, the Civil Rights Act of 1957 was started under the uh, Eisenhower administration, a Republican who, by the way, sent in the National Guard to protect Ruby Bridges as she went into desegregate schools. The Civil Rights Act of 1957 was an attempt to just level the playing field, equalize everybody, and to give black Americans the same rights as everybody else. And Eisenhower knew that it was probably going to be completely gutted by the time he got it back to his desk to sign. And he was right. He proposed this legislation and went through Congress. And sure enough, by the time it got back to his desk, the Democrats had completely gutted the bill and it was a shell of its former self. But he still signed it into law. I think at the time he didn't think that he was going to be able to get it to where he really wanted it to be. So he had to go with what he had. And these are the same people who voted against the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the Voting Rights Act of 1965. This is the same party that spied on Martin Luther King and smeared his name and lied about him and arrested him, put him in jail, and assassinated him. So it really does not make sense. It's completely illogical to think and to argue that the parties just switched with Nixon's Southern strategy in the 70s. I mean, think about this. The South was the solid Democratic South from the late 1870s all the way through into at least the first half of the 20th century. It just, it, it really does not make logical sense to say that suddenly all of the Republicans decided that they were going to become Democrats and all of the Democrats were going to become Republican. All of those racist Democrats became Republican. Um, That really defies all common sense when you think about the fact that these are people with adamantly racist attitudes. These are people who wanted to keep black people down with everything that they had. And suddenly they're going to join the party that completely opposes them the ones that passed all the civil rights legislation, the ones who fought against slavery and Jim Crow and lynching, the ones who elected the first black members of the U.S. House and the U.S. Senate back in the 1860s, the ones who elected the first black Speaker of the House. It just does not make sense to say that the entire country suddenly just completely flip-flopped. That non-racist Republicans became Democrats and all of the racist Democrats became Republicans. I mean, you got to do some serious mental gymnastics to believe this, to try to, to really pass it off as true. I mean, I, I, I can't even describe to you how ridiculous this is. I want to emphasize that I understand that this could be very polarizing or alienating to discuss this topic, but I want you to understand that I know that there are plenty of Democrats out there who do not share the opinions of the their predecessors, let's just say. And I am not accusing people in any way of 
being racist by voting Democrat or by identifying with the Democrat Party. And I think that also there's a large number of Democrats who actually just really don't even identify with the party the way it is anymore. And the party that we've got is the party that does all kinds of race baiting all the time. Constantly calling America racist, constantly saying that all white people are automatically evil and racist. And we've got, like I said back in the beginning of today's episode, we've got Kamala Harris running around wanting to relitigate busing. We've got Ilhan Omar telling everybody how racist America is and fudging her facts and getting caught in the process. And people like virtually anybody running for office in the Democrat Party. They constantly play the race card. And I think that it's important to expose the complete hypocrisy of this party, especially now that we have this party who, again, it is election time and it is vote harvesting time. And they're running around going to things like the Essence Music Festival and pandering to black Americans trying to get their votes. And they're not telling the truth. They are trying to get these people to vote against their own self-interest. Now, I'm not saying that everybody needs to vote with one hive mind and you're perfectly intelligent adults who can figure things out for yourselves and make your own decisions. But I want people to be aware of the truth. I want people to have all of the facts before they make a decision. And I want people to understand that this party is lying. They don't care about anybody but themselves. They don't care about the people that they claim to defend. And I don't believe that this party or its elected members actually cares about black Americans. To them, a black man or a black woman is nothing but a vote. It's nothing but a vote that they need to get to where they want to go. Look at Maxine Waters. Her district, number one, she doesn't even live in the district that she represents. But the district that she represents is a complete slum. And she doesn't care. She has done nothing. How many years has that woman been in Congress? And how many millions has she earned? Actually, you know what? How many millions has she just obtained, let's say, since she's been in Congress? How much has she done back in her own community? She's been a member of the U.S. House of Representatives since 1991. And what does she have to show for it except her own $4.5 million mansion in a district that lives in absolute abject poverty? I want everybody out there who is listening to these politicians coming and pandering for your votes, I want you to listen carefully to these people and think about, are these people saying the same thing to me that they have been saying year after year after year, election cycle after election cycle? And have they proposed anything new to solve the problems that they keep insisting exist? Because... Actually, this election cycle, they are recycling really old ideas like redistribution of wealth and affirmative action. And this time, actually, 
Think about this. Kamala Harris, the person who is trying to profit off of the color of her skin, thinking that the voters she is targeting are dumb enough to say, hey, her skin color matches my skin color, so that means I automatically have to vote for her. No. What she's proposing is actual institutionalized racism the very thing that they rail against. She is insisting on redistributing wealth based on race. I'm pretty sure that racism like that is not legal. This party has become the very thing that they have railed against for how many years. But you know what? I don't believe that they have ever actually changed All they've done is change their M.O. The racism is still there. Everything they do is rooted in race. That's all they can think about. That's all they can talk about. And they accuse us of being racist. We're not the ones talking about race all the time. We're not the ones discriminating against people based on race. You are. We are not the ones running around telling people that, oh, because you are black or because you are Hispanic, you will not be able to get ahead. If you are black or Hispanic and you're listening to this, I want you to ask yourself, have I truly experienced what is referred to as institutionalized racism? And I want you to ask yourself, has there really been anything like that standing in my way? Or has the repetition of the same old tired tropes gotten into my head or the heads of other people who look like me to convince us that there's no point in even trying. And if you feel that there truly is no opportunity for you, which if you live in the inner city and you're represented by the Democrat Party, there's a very real chance that no, there is not opportunity there because they won't allow it. They won't allow businesses to come in and provide jobs for the community because that would mean that everybody has to get off of welfare and then they're not dependent on the government anymore. They also rail against school choice. They won't allow kids to be able to get out of the failing schools that they have been in for generation after generation. Schools dominated and run and controlled by the Democrat Party. They keep telling everybody education is your key to success, but they are not giving you that key when they will not allow you to leave the failing schools that you're in. How many parents out there actually have the money to send their kid to some private school across town when the public school that's in their district is a complete failure? I would guess not that many. I mean, even in the middle class, there's not that much money for things like that. Tuition is expensive, and they will not even agree to the voucher program. They stand in the way every single day. So when they tell you that they want opportunity, I want you to actually picture George Wallace standing in the doorway of the school saying segregation now, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever, because that is what this party wants. That is who this party is. And anybody who tries to tell you to the contrary is just lying to you. They're either ignorant of the facts or they're lying to you. And for all of those blue dog Democrats out there who really are true Democrats, I want you to think about, does this party truly represent me? Because I don't think that they do. You're a person who loves this country, cares about this country, patriotic, hardworking Americans who believe in 
earning things for yourself instead of having somebody just hand it to you. And this party tells you that that attitude is racist. And they've made it clear that you're not welcome in their party anymore. So I think it's time for a little rearranging of our political uh, picture, if you will, at this point. This has been the Shrewsbury Show. Thanks for tuning in to 93.3 FM WTRH and Ramsey. Tune in next time for more.